0: This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 59, with your hosts, Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. differently than normal
1: i just thought i'd mix it up you know keep our keep our listeners wondering what's going to happen next
0: i mean you keep me wondering what's going to happen this i'll tell you that
1: i do my best
0: <laughs> it's How's been it a long time jared every time we're like oh yeah we can do this every two weeks actually that's what i think but it <laughs> takes forever
1: i know we've got these whole lives going on and stuff
0: i i text oh. you all the time and yet i miss your voice
1: Yeah, we talk every day on phone, like on typing to each other, but that's it.
0: I think on the text, it should have a picture of you next to the text so I don't get lonely.
1: You can set it up like that. Can you really? These newfangled devices. What? All I got heard was fangled devices. These newfangled devices. Yeah, you could set it up so you could see a really hot picture of me right beside my text. I don't know
0: if I really want a hot picture of you. Did you say ne- on your chest? No, next to my text. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to see a hot picture of you. I don't know well, what that
1: means. You don't want to see a not hot picture, do you?
0: I do uh mm, no. Yeah. So let me ask you, okay, first and foremost in my mind here. Okay? What is with the Fox thing? What is that? Why You've been hounding me, no pun intended. (laughs) You've been hounding me to watch this thing for like a week and a half now.
1: What is it? Because I feel like it's my job to keep you relevant, to keep you up to date on stuff. Like, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. And they raping everybody and all those kinds of different things. And the Fox video came out and I wanted to let you know so you would be in the loop.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I was going to thank you until you said to keep you relevant.
1: You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to keep it so you know what the kids are saying these days.
0: Keep it so you know what the kids, they be saying.
1: Yeah, you work with your youth group, right?
0: Well, actually, no, not on a regular basis anymore.
1: Okay. Well, you don't need to know then because, I mean, if it's just old people that you're hanging out with, they probably don't know the Fox video either.
0: I mean, it's just Jackie and the girls, really.
1: Well, it's important to know, because like there are shirts out, and I went to the bookstore today, and Mm. these two little girls sang the song from beginning to end while I was there. That is nuts, man. Yeah, they knew every ring-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding, like, all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you show your kids? No, it was weird. (laughs) It's funny,
0: kids love it. I don't get it. I don't think I understand. I don't know if I saw the original one.
1: It's just, what does the fox say? And like, all the animals at the beginning, and then they're in the woods. Are they like at a dinner party? Yeah, at the beginning. And okay. then all of a sudden, they're trying to figure out what the fox says, and the old guy is reading to his grandkid.
0: So so basically, every all these animals make noises, but no one knows what the noise the fox makes?
1: Yeah, so then he's like, what does the fox say? And then he comes up with different noises he thinks the fox might say. Um, and okay. at the end, the fox that's what the fox actually says.
0: Uh, um, you know what? Maybe I didn't see the end. I don't know.
1: It's kind of like, I when Jennifer first watched it, she was like, this is kind of like Napoleon Dynamite, isn't it? Oh, I love it, Napoleon Dynamite. But the first time she watched it, she was like, she watched the whole thing and she just looked at me and said, I don't get it. And I said, it's just supposed to be like stupid humor, and so then she watched it again. She's like, "This is the best movie ever." <laughs> Was that so what watched she watched again? Is that what she sounds like? <laughs> Pretty much. She's like that kid eating donuts. This, this is, is the, the best, best movie, movie ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she turned into Stan Lee. <laughs> Excelsior! <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Excelsior! <laughs> so did Jackie watch it? The video? Yeah. The Napoleon Dynamite or the Fox thing. What does the Fox say? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. Oh, she didn't. She didn't watch it. But I did make her. We watched the Sweet Brown thing. Did she like that? I think she thought it was funny. Yeah, that's good. It just seemed too staged for me. Like the Sweet Brown thing. I mean, that's that's people, man. That's real.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the Fox thing, it was, a, it was actually from the Netherlands. It was a promotion for a late-night talk show. Oh, really? And now it's, like, blown up, and they performed at the American Music Awards, and Furley, one of Tina's dancers, was in the, the performance and had a Fox mask on, and it was really its kind of coming full circle. When were the American Music Awards? I'm sorry, not the American Music Awards, the iHeartRadio Awards. Oh. Music Fest. iHeart Music Fest. Is that, was that reason? Yeah, it was maybe three or four weeks ago. So it's
0: been around that long.
1: That's all it's been around, though. It's okay. only been around maybe two months.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, you know, keep keep uh, keep throwing things my way.
1: Hey, man, I'm keeping you hip.
0: I I'm so unhip. It's a wonder I don't walk sideways. I don't know. Do you walk sideways? If If you came to visit more, you would know.
1: I didn't even tell you. I tried to plan a visit. Did you really I'm telling you <laughs> what? you're telling me on air? <laughs> Jennifer is going to a conference in uh, Knoxville. Okay. And she was like, well, if I'm going, why don't you just go see Andy for the weekend? Oh, that'd and so be awesome. I Google mapped it. And I was like, oh, it's like eight hours and 45 minutes from Knoxville. It's not close. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so did you think it was close? Well, I knew... You're like, it's like two states away. It'll be fine. fine. I was like, well, you know, maybe if it's just like three or four hours, but you're at like the bottom of Louisiana, aren't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wait, when is it? When is it? When is this conference?
1: Uh, November 15th, 16th, and 17th.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to Georgia tomorrow, so I was like, we can meet. Oh, you're going to Georgia tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Are you presenting the, the whole GI Bill plan thing?
0: Um, It's a job fair, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any anyway, uh, I don't want to talk about work. Okay,
1: sorry, sorry.
0: Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what's going on with you, man?
1: Oh, I mean, I think I just kind of talked about myself a lot. The fox thing? That's what's going on with you? Um. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I got you. I got you. But with you, I hear you're on a diet.
0: Oh, well, I uh, I made the mistake of weighing myself after you know about a year of never weighing myself. And uh, I used the WeFit Fit to do it, clearly. That's the mm-hmm. only way to do it. And I just weigh more than I want to. Gotcha. So I got this little iPhone app that helps me count the calories and everything. And it's like, hey, if you ate like this... You would go into starvation mode, and that's never good. But you would weigh this much in six weeks.
1: I was like, oh, crap." So, was it uh, like, was it a surprising number?
0: It was no. I mean, I have my limits. Now I'm like, okay, I want to weigh between one fifty-five and one seventy-five, and I uh, I was clothed at the time, so you know, there's something there uh and i just drank water it was the end of the day so i I was right outside that limit but i would love to get down to 160.
1: gotcha gotcha so it wasn't i just wasn't sure if like you got on the wheat Fit and you're like
0: (gasps) what have i become (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean miss Jacqueline weighed herself too and she was like i do not want to weigh this much (laughs) and i was like you look great it's just a number I mean, like, she's like five pounds off since from her college weight. I'm like, five pounds, you're fine. but and she's had three kids. Yeah, man. I mean, it's all the muscle mass raising, like, lifting those kids. I
1: bet. Throwing them around, you know, taking them to the hospital all the time. <laughs> hey, they do that themselves. <laughs> get in the car, drive yourself to the hospital. Stop your whining and get in the car. Here's the key. I think we do really good impressions of our wives. You know, she's less
0: gruff than she sounds. (laughs) She's like, oh. I'm like, I I have no patience for this. I I can't. I can't. I I don't have a motherly instinct at all. (laughs) When it comes to my weight,
1: I just yell at it. (laughs) Lose these pounds. You know, I gained weight, too. Did you? Yeah, I went and I weighed myself two days ago. Okay. And I was like, because I weigh myself about once a week. But two days ago, I was like, what the heck happened? What happened? So, I don't know. Oh. I think, um, see, I've started working out the past two weeks. Wow. So maybe it's muscle and it's not fat because I haven't changed my diet. I haven't changed anything. I'm like, what in the world? There's no way. So I've been drinking a lot of cranberry juice. <laughs> Good. Thinking maybe I'm holding water so I can pee it all out. <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm having some junior mints, so... <laughs> right. Yes,
0: that helps everything. Maybe it is muscle mass. You never know.
1: I don't know what else it could be because I don't look fatter.
0: <laughs> That's good. This girl you... says, hey, fatty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> says, ouch.
0: <laughs> I hate when I step on the Wii Fit board where it's like, okay, step on. And then it goes, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's like...
0: Oh, uh, oh, you, okay, all right, we'll measure you, it's okay, it's all right. I'm like, oh, man, (laughs) I'll I'll kill you, board. It's so rude. It is, it is. I'm always waiting for that, and I'm just like, oh, that, ooh, that hurts my back. (laughs) Like, (laughs) step off, step off.
1: (laughs) Do you use it after you, do you weigh yourself and then do the exercises, or just weigh yourself?
0: I mean, come on, man, it's not, (laughs) I can't, I can't commit to all that. (laughs) Well they're you know,
1: fun. We've that's been, go- we've been fun going time. on
0: morning walks and uh you know, and I- I've been eating um maybe not less, but less bread and carbs, that's for sure.
1: Well hopefully your body responds to that because not everybody is low carbs. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Don't what? All right, l- explain it to me. Yeah, I mean all of our DNA when you look at our DNA, it's all, everybody has different DNA. And and some people, I mean, everybody has that friend that can walk around the block and lose five pounds. And then we have that friend that walks around the block and they gain 10 pounds. Like, (laughs) what? You know, that's why people will take, you know, the South Beach diet or the Adkins diet, or they'll take this diet and they'll think it's a a work for all, but that's just not how our genes are. Yeah. But I
0: just want to, I just want to be healthier.
1: Well, sure, but that doesn't mean that necessarily eliminating carbs. I mean, your body might be, like, I took a genetic test, and my body needs more carbs than protein in order to lose weight. So what? I stick a, stay away from eating more protein than carbs. I always have more carbs than protein. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a test that, um, that Stanford developed, and it's a genetic test, and you swab the inside of your mouth, and you send it in, is and it this 23andMe thing? Say what? Is it the 23andMe thing? No. What's that?
0: I think that's like very similar, but it's a uh, it's a you know a, it's like Facebook but for genes.
1: <laughs> like Gene <Jean> Grays? <laughs> no. No. What it, are you talking about?
0: It's supposed to be like uh you know you take the swab and you see your compatibility with other people and who makes it's all eugenics. I don't gotcha. want to get into the conspiracy theories of it, but it's oh. it's basically the same thing.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well. well, I swabbed my mouth, and I sent it in, and the results came back that I am likely, my genetics are more keen towards eating higher carbs, less protein, and then it it also tells you um, what kind of exercises your body responds better to, hmm. and my, mine is high aerobics. Like, oh gosh. <laughs> that sucked. So this was free? You paid for this? Oh no, it's a test you have to purchase. Why did you do it? Because I wanted to find out what was gonna be I'm, I'm I was just kinda tired of wasting my time, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out how I can lose five pounds the best. Gotcha. Yeah, so I wanted to be able to figure out based on my genetics what's gonna be the easiest.
0: How recently did you do this?
1: Uh probably about six months ago. Okay. Alright, did uh, did Jennifer do this as well? No. She's super skinny. Like She just is.
0: Uh, I know she is. She's like a rail man.
1: Yeah, and she eats a lot.
0: Well, I mean, she's got that high metabolism. I'm just waiting for the for the other shoe to drop on me because I eat a ton and it's like, okay, well, I, want, I know there's going to be a year or a day when the switch goes and it's like everything I eat is going to be turned into me instead of, I don't know where it goes right now, a black hole.
1: Oh, so like your metabolism hasn't slowed down yet.
0: Right. I'm like Cloak from Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> <laughs> it all just goes to like that dark universe.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Mine I'm... stopped at like 23. <laughs> Did it really? No,
0: I don't think mine stopped yet. But then again, I mean, you know, I just don't like having the feeling of like when I look at myself in a picture, having a chunky face.
1: Gotcha. You know, so it's like, you know. are you, Do you have a chunky face?
0: In my opinion, When I smile big, it looks bigger than I want it. It's bigger than in college. But see, if I could lose all 10 pounds from my face, that'd be great. (laughs) Just chew gum. Oh, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Curse my TMJ. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) Anyway, this is a comic book podcast.
1: What are we talking about? 20 minutes. (laughs) This is Marvel 616
0: Politics I don't even I – know. Can't, I can't even remember. Okay. All right. Our contact information. Okay. Uh, visit our website, marvel616politics.com. Email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at 616politics if you're on the tweet thing. Your turn.
1: You can look us up on facebook.com at uh, marvel616politics. Just type that in the search bar and we'll show right up. I'm going that uh, now. Yeah, I'm there right now because we have some questions coming up. But we try and interact with our fans on a daily basis. Well, one of us does. And we post up news and articles and questions and all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, hit us up there. What's that? You're rude. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you can also give us a call and ask us a question or leave us a comment. Uh, 616-755-TINA
0: and we are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. You can pre order all your single issues two months in advance with 40, 50, up to 70% off on some items. It's a great deal. They have a sister site, In Stock Trades. Um, they, it's um, free shipping, any orders over 50 bucks. It's fantastic. They come in pristine condition. I had a guy who was texting me um, a friend of mine because I know he's a listener to the show. Actually, I've only met this guy face-to-face once, but I actually do talk to him every day as well. Um, So he was asking me, hey, where do I get my comics from? Um, The local shop shut down or, you know, actually, he used to get them from me, but um, I'm going to be buying less now. And so I said, hey, man, DCBS, go to Discount Comic Book Service. They are the best. They have great customer service. Um, you know, one flat rate for shipping, you can get your books shipped once a month, twice a month, three times a month, or every single week, and seriously, they they are not bent or anything like that. They take care of your books and they take care of you.
1: Yes, they're great. They're uh I should be getting some toys in from them tomorrow. Ooh, toys. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. So, yeah, dcbservice.com. Then we're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Um, they can be found at crpsavings.com and also on Facebook. Uh, just type in community retail partnership. What they've done is they basically put together a Sam's Club or a Costco card, but for Office Depot. Um, so you can save up to 40, 50, 60% on select items from Office Depot. Uh, they got great customer service. Just had a Keurig deal um, that I know you took advantage of, and I took advantage of as well. It was a Keurig for a dollar. They've always got amazing different deals and stuff, so just uh, hit them up as well. Community Retail Partnership.
0: And that ends our donation segment. I'm trying to yeah. find out on here uh, – not our donation segment. I'm <laughs> sorry. Our sponsorship segment. What am Goodwill I doing? is donating. You Man, I haven't been on proof. on Facebook in a while. You're right. Okay, let's see here. I I thought I responded to this individual, but apparently I cannot find my response.
1: Are you on the six one six page? Oh, here it is.
0: Oh, how come they're not in order?
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, how come
0: s- how come comment how can how do I view comments in order?
1: Click. Um. So there's a you can click most popular or mo- or recent.
0: Oh, okay, I got it.
1: No, that still doesn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> okay all right enough of this man this facebook thing it's hard
1: <laughs> is that why you let me do it <laughs> yes it's so difficult i don't understand
0: <laughs> oh whatever oh hey we got a voicemail did you know that
1: <laughs> yeah i know
0: <laughs> okay well let's go ahead and play it and then we'll uh, comment on that voicemail okay well Whichever listener that was, thank you for calling in and leaving the voicemail. Uh, yeah, yeah, very helpful. I think, that, I think that at times we all feel that way about the Marvel Universe. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would just have to say I agree.
0: I mean, not, a, not 100%, but I mean, I do agree with you. A good, you know, 82, 83%.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, I think it was probably Scott that did that. Oh, you think so? It just, the way that it ended sounded kind of like him. <laughs> Even though I've never heard of Scott's voice. Right,
0: I was wondering about that. Uh, hey, uh,
1: let, me, let me, can I share my little
0: theory about Scott?
1: Oh, now we have conspiracy theories about Scott.
0: Can I, th- is that okay? Can I do yeah. that on air?
1: That'd be great. Okay,
0: all right. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. I mean, <laughs> I, I think now I, I worked with Scott over at Comic Booked and I never met him face to face. And, you know, we did some podcasts together and stuff. Extremely nice guy. Uh, extremely opinionated, obviously. Um, he very much likes Superior Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when I was texting you, I uh, I accidentally, you know, I, I misspelled his name with a letter that was very close to a letter in his <laughs> name. And it occurred to me that Scott, with a K is how he spells it, on the keyboard, it's almost slot.
1: Bum, bum,
0: bum. I'm just putting it out there, okay? I'm thinking that Scott of Fables, or Scott Jimenez, is, uh, he might be writing your Superior Spider-Man listeners. Ooh. And I mean, you know what? Because he's constantly like, listen, Superior Spider-Man's good. I can't tell you why, because it'll ruin what I'm about to write. Mm. So what Very, do you think? What do you think? Do you agree?
1: Well... I don't know. I mean, I see I see how it could all fit, but I don't Do you really think Dan Slot would get on and and bash every other Marvel book though? <laughs> it's It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's to throw us off the track. Listen, what Marvel book isn't on board with all the movies right now?
1: Yeah, Superior Spider-Man.
0: Right, and what is Scott always talking about how he doesn't like
1: How all the books are on board with the Marvel movie.
0: Okay, you are proving my point, sir. But he works at Family Video. No, 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 no. Okay, do you know how many comic book writers have other jobs? Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to (laughs) recap. We've said his full name. We've said where he works. (laughs) So so all that, I apologize (laughs) for all that. (laughs) But we are on to you, Dan, Scott.
1: But and, I've uh, seen pictures of Dan Slot.
0: Yeah. And we thought we've seen pictures of Scott,
1: right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I mean we've <laughs> never met I've never met him. But then which one is the real one? <laughs> so wait a minute. So wait. You're asking me if Dan Slot is really Scott instead of Scott really being slot?
1: Uh, I don't know let's hope it's not oh we're rhyming <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i don't All know right. dan slot it seems like he's um looks a lot different than the picture that i've seen of Scott I'm just so
0: flattered that slot is engaged in our conversations and you know he calls in he he writes us emails you know he corrects us when we're wrong a lot it's <laughs> he really likes journey in the mystery yeah i mean it's really it's really a compliment Mm
1: -hmm. so dan thanks for listening (laughs) well the real dan slot please stand up
0: (laughs) okay hey we got questions from uh listeners so why don't you I, i have some that were texted to me why don't you hit the ones that are on the facebook page
1: what people text you we didn't give out our phone numbers
0: Uh, you can text our Google voice number,
1: 616-755-Tina. Okay, well, we'll go with Michael Ball first. Michael Ball lives overseas, so I give him permission to not call in. (laughs) These other folks, my other friends here, they're on the list. So... Uh, Michael asks, which Marvel ongoing titles do you think are underrated and which are overrated? Oh, boy. Are you going to go first? No, I'm asking the questions here.
0: Oh, 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 I see how this is. Okay. (laughs) Which which ones do I think
1: are underrated? And which ones are overrated?
0: Oh, man. Oh. I think that avengers uh, arena is a is a good is a good title um i think that that's probably underrated i'm trying to think of all the solo books that i've been reading you know i just haven't been impressed with a whole lot of stuff um overrated i'm gonna say captain marvel is is overrated. I mean, I know it's not even up on the sales charts, but, like, th- the fans that are on that are diehard fans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. And, actually, I'm going to change my mind on, um, you know, Thor, God of Thunder, the first 12 issues were amazing. The last two issues, it's like you ran out of steam. Oh, I know, I know. Most <laughs> overrated book? being published right now by Marvel is probably Jason Aaron's Wolverine, the X-Men.
1: I think it's overrated. Yeah. Why?
0: I just don't like it. It's not good. But who is rating it high? Oh, it's like a fan favorite, man. It's like the fun X-Men book.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it is the fun X-Men book, but it's the lowest selling. Well, okay. But no, it's your opinion. How about you? What do you think? Well, Underrated. I was going to pick Avengers Arena, definitely, because it's a great title, but very few read it. Yeah. And um, overrated. I was going to pick the Avengers proper title, the the Hickman. Is it Hickman or Remender?
0: It's it's Hick- Why? That's the Hickman. second time I've heard somebody think it's Remender.
1: Because they both write very similarly.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, do you really think so? They write very similar?
1: I get them confused all the time.
0: Oh, no, no. I can't stand remember stuff, but I think Hickman's stuff is gold.
1: (laughs) They're the same person. No! I (laughs) dance!
0: Okay, Superior Spider-Man. That's overrated. I'll tell you that right now.
1: I'm not Dan slot <laughs> superior
0: <laughs> superior team up no, not team up look the <laughs> Scarlet Spider. I can't decide if, if that's overrated or underrated. I guess that's just
1: it, yeah, it got cancelled, so
0: I know it was kind of a bummer, poor yoast all right the I most un, the most underrated book, yeah, young allies. <laughs> it can't be
1: underrated when no one knows what it is
0: Bought by Sean McKeever. <laughs> oh, oh
1: god <laughs> <laughs> thankfully that wasn't announced this weekend oh i wish it's coming back all right um michael ball also asked if you had a barbecue which heroes and villains would you invite
0: uh i would invite probably the ones that would eat the least mm-hmm.
1: um but you're on a diet so you might want to invite some people to eat more
0: oh uh, i wish i uh, <laughs> can have a lot of protein right <laughs> the barbecue um why don't you go first on this one
1: um human torch okay because he could get the, the grill going i don't know anything about grills look at you I know are you a grill meister
0: no i mean I, I i burn hot dogs occasionally okay good yeah
1: we have a whole grill set but no grill you know? <laughs> um human torch definitely he could get things going you know Wolverine I'm sure could make some some great shish kebabs, right? And um, squirrel girl could keep the animals away.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I would probably get uh, somebody who is telekinetic. So, who would that be? Psylocke. You know, sure. make make sure we didn't have any bugs around. Okay. You know, um, somebody funny to do the entertaining. Probably mm-hmm. not dupe. I think people would get grossed out. Uh probably not rock slide, 'cause he would he would kind of break all the furniture and everything. Uh but you know, somewhere some it's some, probably you know, didn't Claremont write a bunch about the X Men playing baseball and stuff? Mm-hmm. I would want them, like a, a group of people together that would be interested in playing a game. So you're talking like Storm, Kitty Pride, Wolverine. Uh if I invited Wolverine, I wouldn't invite Cyclops. Um He's off the list. <laughs> uh, you know, a couple of those. I'd probably invite Gambit. You know, why not? And you know, prob- you probably know, Cannonball and Sunspot. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Well, I think those are great choices.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Any more questions? Yeah. Um, he's got four, three more. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, if, All right. If you could redo any origin story of a hero or villain in the marvel what would they be you there
0: yeah
1: (laughs) we got dead air here folks
0: uh i'm thinking that probably maybe punisher just because i want him to stay relevant like you want me to stay relevant and um, I don't know how old he could be and be a Vietnam war vet i actually uh, I actually met a vietnam poW I had lunch with him yesterday, and oh, oh my goodness uh, Colonel Neil Jones, I had lunch with him. You can look him up. He was a POW for seven years, man, and the story's like it was tough to eat lunch, so
1: oh how did you run into him? It was
0: uh, – it's through my it's through my job. We're doing the, the, the Battlefields to Oilfields thing um, for veterans who want to get into the oil field. And he heard about the program and he loves it. And he, he came and, and talked to us and uh, bought us lunch actually. Wow. Yeah. It was it was me, the president of the company, and uh, the recruitment coordinator for Battlefields to Oilfields program. And then like some VP of a bank
1: wow you're like super important
0: oh yeah no i'm not i'm the youngest person there and i didn't even talk at all and i just kept (laughs) saying yes sir (laughs) that's it (laughs) 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 he's telling stories about like when john mccain called him up and asked him if he was gonna vote for him and stuff it was crazy
1: whoa what'd he say
0: he said well i would but You've made some decisions lately that I just don't know what side of the fence you're on, so I'm gonna have to go with somebody else.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
0: Like they were they were in the same prison. I mean the Hanoi Hilton.
1: Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah. Man. I bet he had some amazing stuff to say.
0: He did, and it was it was tough to listen to. I mean the guy was 28 and he was a prisoner of war for seven years, and he's just he was just. Tortured and tortured and tortured. It was it was rough. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. How do we segue from that? <laughs>
0: so, I forget why we even.
1: Because <laughs> of Punisher.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So because because of the age of this guy, um, you know he's like seventy five and stuff. And I want Punisher to still be. So I might have to redo that and make it like just any war and not necessarily Vietnam.
1: So. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, well, I think they've kind of they've subtly kind of retcon, you know, Iron Man and Punisher to wars that have been a little more recent than. Uh, than yeah, there. well, with
0: Pun- with Punisher, they just did the Remender, did the uh, Franken Castle and de-aged him that way.
1: I thought that was Hickman. <laughs> <laughs> no, origin change I, I think that's why marvel's so different than the distinguished competition yes is that their origins are so good they're you know radioactive spider or or gamma rays um or chemicals spilled into your eyes or uh, eyes. gene and uh you know they're or you know you you're trying to protect your planet but you know galactus changed to his herald and they're just really, really good origins that I don't think any of the main, <clears throat> like, the main characters I would change. Maybe, you know, uh, a B or C list character and, you know, how some of these guys have got their powers. Because I think a lot of a lot of um, characters that aren't mutants, that the way that they ended up giving them powers was, it ended up being, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, this this chemical leaked on here, they were exposed to this kind of thing, just kind of rehashes of Hulk and some of the other characters, but um, otherwise I think Marvel just has a really good stable of origin stories. And that's why they, they translate well to uh to movies and comic books and are relatable with fans.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think that one of the ones I would definitely change is how Bendis uh he did the origin of the century. I don't like that.
1: Or the century. The origin of the century? I said or the century. I don't like that. Well, you're wrong. You're in the minority. <laughs> All right, last two. Uh, at Jared, if you could be Storm for a day, what would you do?
0: Ooh, this is. I'm. I'm interested in this.
1: Um, I would let. I would unite the X Men together, Cyclops and Wolverine's team, and knock both of them down a peg. Uh, let Wolverine know he should have never been a leader in the first place. That he's only the leader because of the movies, and. Uh, <laughs> (laughs) Probably put Cyclops in jail for a little bit because he just needs some strong punishment. And uh, then I'd grow my hair back out because I already did the mohawk thing. Why am I rehashing the past? And um, I would also probably leave the Avengers. And then I'd get my own series. And I would let anybody but Halle Berry play me. That's what I do. <laughs>
0: I think I like the growing the hair out and getting your own series. I think that'd be cool. As long as it didn't have anything to do with the Shadow King.
1: I agree. And we're going to touch on that later. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, at Andy, oh. knowing Jared was Storm for a day, which hero or villain would you be if you had to fight him or her? Him, her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I had to fight, I would probably... Probably the ooh, that's a good question. Trying to okay, she's she's uh she's claustrophobic.
1: Yeah. Well, but in recent issues, she's gone down in the sewers and like had parties and stuff.
0: Yeah, she's like I, I'm concentrating, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Jean has taught me some telekinetics. <laughs> I probably would be probably Rachel. I think, you know, or, or uh mastermind or a lady mastermind, somebody who could uh, manipulate how she felt and uh, the surroundings to make it look like, or you just get Magneto and like fly all these sheet metal in there and
1: close her in a box. Gotcha. There you go. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say Polaris. Oh, you were picking a bunch of girl characters. I figured you are just going with being a girl theme. No, no, not not necessarily. I was. <laughs> I just want to be Rachel. <laughs> I don't really like Rachel
0: or her new costume or anything like that. She was okay in the rise and fall of the Sheer Empire, but that was about it.
1: Dude, it's like the worst costume ever.
0: <laughs> the current one? Oh, it's bad. Yeah. She's like, I'm kind of a boy.
1: That's <laughs> uh, the coat of the night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: look at my tattoos and my
1: coat <laughs> it's it's shredded at the bottom and i got spikes on my shoulders
0: it's ridiculous it's very it's very effective you know it's very pragmatic utilitarian okay hey, i got hey. some questions here all right okay uh okay we're probably going to touch on this later uh what do we think about the announcement of the new volume of new warriors
1: mm, we okay. will touch on that later
0: okay uh, why are the inhumans replacing mutant kind, and don't you think that's redundant
1: who who asked this This is gary chambliss Gary chambliss Gary's a man uh Gary, if you have listened to the last few podcasts, um you'll know that I went into depth about my theory on why the inhumans are taking over, and I believe it all relates back to the movies. And that Marvel cannot use the word mutant or say mutant um, to explain how their characters have gotten powers. So what they're going to do is to bring Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and any other movies um, containing mutants that Marvel still retains the movie rights to. Um, what they're going to do is call them Inhumans. And so they're bringing that to the comic books. So it all goes together.
0: Yes. Now his follow-up question, I think he did anticipate that answer because the follow-up question is, why is Marvel trying so hard to cut ties to comics history and move towards cinematic themes in history?
1: you want to answer that one? No, man. I'm no. asking the questions. No! Ha, 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 ha. It's weird because I just watched a documentary last night with Kevin Feige who is the guy that runs the Marvel Studios. Right. And he just kept talking on and on and on about how the comics are the source material. How deviating from the comics is not good. That, you know, there's a reason that the comics were success. Blah, 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 blah. And then I watched Iron Man 3. I was <laughs> like, what is this crap? So Why, Why'd you watch it again? Because... Iron Man 3... Uh. <laughs> was weak. <laughs> In a moment of weakness. Yeah. Well, that's a bad thing. So... I
0: don't know. I think it's I've, I think they're doing it for a money grab. I think they're doing it for two reasons, okay? First to update and so that they can start to change things and say, "Well, we have shifted these characters, you know, and we have brought in newer and and I think it has to do with when they were planning this out, they didn't say, "Okay, what are we going to do when these guys have been characters and age 25 for 40 years?" You know, they didn't think about that. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. It's kind of a a retcon that they can tie into a, a, a new static year um, without having to wreck on the books totally, and then also I think it's to bring in new readers. You know, if they say, "Oh, I'm familiar with," I mean, that's we talked about this with the Avengers Assemble um, book when it first started, and Bendis and Bagley were doing it. Mm. You know, it's the same team that you see in the movie, so they pick up the book and say, "Oh, I know what's going on. I know these people." Which it was stupidly named, though, because you know, you you would pick up Avengers and you would see Luke Cage and everything, not Avengers Assemble necessarily.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. And I, I think a lot of it, too, is the continuity. Because there is so much continuity that they feel like if they just kind of subtly start things over but not state that they're starting things over, it's more accessible for new people.
0: Right. Yeah. And I, I have to say that over the past couple of months, I've kind of been like, was that person dead? How did they come back? And then I was kind of just like, okay, all right, here, here's the new status quo. I'll read the review page, the recap page, and and I'll just go from here. I don't have to look up how this person came back to life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but that's kind of sad. Because, it, yeah, well, it kind of
0: is, but I can't keep track of it all. You know, there's only one person really can, and that's Brevort. Yeah. I mean, so, like, why am I doing even trying? I just... I want to read the story, I guess, and go on from there.
1: But I guess it it really just kind of—I mean, we could talk probably about death in comics forever. But if you're going to bring somebody back, you know, can you tell us how it happened? Yeah, I'm I'm
0: talking about in um uh in Captain America number thirteen, I think, with Nuke. Yeah, yeah. Like last I remember. In the Thunderbolts, wasn't he a robot or something? Like, it was the Thunderbolts when Warren Ellis was doing it.
1: Oh, yeah, I do kind of remember that.
0: Like, it turned out that it was him. It was the guy in the, in the mask, and it turned out it was him. And then everything just got messed up when, it was, when Jeff Parker took over, so I stopped reading it. But... You know, oh, it's Nuke, but he's a robot, but now he's not. I don't know. Uh, hopefully Remender touches on that. Or is it yeah. Hickman?
1: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's Dan Slot <laughs>
0: <laughs> Journey into mystery. All right, last question. Given the past several Avengers and X-Men, uh, why is Cyclops treated so much like a criminal and others aren't?
1: That's a good question. I I think, well, Cyclops killed Professor X and did a couple other pretty nasty stuff. I mean, he's just kind of, I think it's slowly been building with Scott and, you know, going against Professor X first and kind of relegating him to the background, then making a public announcement that all the mutants are going to seclude themselves um, in San Francisco and then after that, leave and like go to an island. Um, so it's kind of, you know, when you have this rogue group of people and they all seclude themselves on an island, it does kind of put the focal point on you. You know, then he got possessed by uh, a bird <laughs> and <laughs> killed his leader and now is on the run and wanted for crimes against humanity and things. I can I can see why. He kind of has a lot of the focus.
0: I really... um, If you read their interaction with the other X-Men group and Kitty and everything in the... I think it was All-New 17. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of Battle of the Atom. Maybe it was 16, I'm not sure. But it seems like they know they need to be separate and they they stand for different things, but they're still kind of friends. And it seems like the only one really holding a grudge is Wolverine. And I think it has to do with how much Xavier professor x meant to wolverine and uh i think that the in the public's opinion it's the same thing it's kind of like he's this anti-hero who well we know he did bad things and uh but you know we'll we'll let the police take care of him we'll just you know and the only ones that really are shaky about what he's doing is shield so I, i think that it's interesting how Bendis is developing this where the public doesn't much matter except for their prejudices because they're afraid, not because they say he's a criminal. Because you got to remember when uh, AVX was going on, the world was like they ended hunger and all this other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just choose to remember what they want to remember. So he killed a guy. Who cares? He killed a guy who couldn't walk. Big deal. It was a mercy killing.
1: What are you are you saying? That's what you believe?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. That the public could say, okay, well, he did all this good and everything. He killed one guy, so what? How many did he save?
1: You think though? I mean, Xavier was known worldwide as as someone that was trying to bring this. He wasn't just killing some guy, you know. I mean, Xavier was kind of like, I don't, I don't want to up on toes or anything but
0: i don't I guess... know i don't know what the average john q public cared about maybe politicians and maybe uh activists cared who he was and what he was trying to do but i mean they probably cared more about magneto than they did about charles xavier because they viewed magneto as a threat so they you know self-informed about the threat instead of oh the guy and talked about peace i mean do we know more about hitler or gandhi
1: Hitler. Right.
0: That that was it.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have another question. Okay. Um, from Aaron James Chappelle. I never know how to say his last name. Chappelle. I Aaron. Okay. AJS. <laughs> okay, AJS. He lives in America, but he said he had a meeting to go to tonight, so I'm going to give him permission. <laughs> um he said I just want to know what your thoughts on the new titles announced at New York Comic Con are but I'm sure you'll cover them we will Uh looking forward to your synopsis on the darker parts of the Marvel universe the Hulkaverse, etc. So do you have um an opinion on the darker parts of the Marvel universe
0: like um
1: He only mentioned the Hulkiverse.
0: Now what does he mean was there I I don't know any of the announcements. So I'm counting on you to tell me the announcements. Is he talking about... Is there a real hulk Or is he talking about the darker parts as in the more sinister parts? Or the darker parts as in not the spotlight parts?
1: And and see, this is why you gotta call in. This is why we pick up our phone and we call. We don't go to meetings, Aaron. We call. Because then we can explain ourselves.
0: Oh, you know what he's probably talking about?
1: What? Didn't
0: Aaron suggest earlier oh yeah he did he emailed you or i or both of us and said hey i like when you synopsize what's not going on in the main titles like the different parts of the marvel universe this corner this corner yeah yeah so that's probably what he's talking about got so what's going on with the hulk what's going on with spider-man what's going on with the avengers what's going on with x-men Sadly, that's not this episode. But we'll keep it in mind, Aaron.
1: Yes, maybe next episode since he brought that up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll have to plan ahead and do that. Remind me.
1: And then Jason Edwards has a question, too. (sighs) We got a phone number, folks. (laughs) All right, he says, My question is, who does Galactus's hair?
0: It's fantastic. I love it. Probably, I'm going to go with the Earth X answer on this and i'm gonna say uh, sue storm because galactus turned out to be franklin richards
1: well but we're, this is the marvel 616 politics podcast
0: well if you read this issue of infinity you would know that they released the terrigen mist and that's what happened in Earth X. So I'm thinking there may be a uh, you know a intersection there.
1: So you think all this time Sue Storm has been doing his hair?
0: I think so. I think the whole time. Yeah. uh you know what? No, I take it back. Who's that girl? Who was that girl, Harold? That all of a sudden got a bunch of power like t- two three years ago and got her powers back and then she started exploding or something in a diner. Did I read that somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, it was something. It was a uh, what was her name? Firestar? Firebird? Fire Star, Fire Bird, Fire. Who's a huh? girl, Harold?
1: Uh, Nova. Oh yeah, the yeah. Female Nova. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's her.
0: Hey, she he, <laughs> he probably she probably does his hair. Good question,
1: Jason. I don't think anybody does his hair because that's why he wears a helmet.
0: Oh, he's got helmet hair.
1: Yeah, he's just always wears his helmet because he can't find anybody with a big enough brush.
0: So you think that maybe he gave himself a bad haircut and he's like, I have to
1: wear the helmet. Well, no, I don't think he's probably ever given himself a haircut. So
0: you think underneath there there's just flowing locks of Galactus? Oh,
1: like Medusa doesn't have anything on him. (laughs) You know, nothing.
0: I understand. Good question. Good answer. Man, you showed me up
1: twice. (laughs) (laughs) And we've been recording for an hour and have yet to even get past the question. Well, I like the questions. Yes, they're good. We love fan interaction. And it'd be awesome to do a whole episode of just questions from the fans.
0: That would be. And Aaron's question would be, when are you going to tell me about the lesser-known parts of the Marvel Universe?
1: All right, so we've got one question for next episode. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, well, let's go into our current events.
1: Current events.
0: All right, current events. we got three issues. We have X-Men number six, Infinity number four, and Astonishing X-Men – Number 68. Which one do you want to do first, bro?
1: Oh, you said current events. I thought you meant three issues like, you know, defaulting on our money, the government shutdown, and healthcare. I thought that's what you were talking about.
0: Oh, oh. well, this is politics, but um, these, no, we're actually touching on things that really matter, not just oh, let's fight each other and make the populace suffer because Republicans are good and Democrats are evil and blah, 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 blah. Idiots.
1: That's very Christ-like of you.
0: I tell you what, both, <laughs> both parties, they're just, I'm sick of it, you know? Like, I here I am trying to get people to work, going <laughs> through battlefields to oil fields, yeah. and they're shutting down the VA... Because they're in a in a peeing match over, you know, look, Obama's not going to back down on Obamacare. Oh, what was my legacy? Obamacare. It didn't work. It never got funded. He's not going to back down. He's not. And and the Republicans aren't going to back down either. It's like it's. I mean, but if you sit back and watch and enjoy it, if you say, hey whatever happens, at least it's entertainment, and I don't really care about the people that get hurt, then, yeah, that's fine. Oh, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's it's sad that... I mean, whatever. I don't think that a lot of this matters as much as people are, are hyped up to think it, is, that it does, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the news people, they have to get their ratings so that... Advertisers will pay their bills and pay their salary. What gets ratings? Arguing.
1: Sure. So Crisis is, you know a big, big problem. Yeah. Like yeah. when was the last time you turned on the news and they were like, "It's been a really good day. Everything's
0: like, really good today. It's crazy. This, this good moment brought to you by McDonald's.
1: Yeah, you're never going to hear that. It's always. Oh my gosh! Everybody run. There's a problem.
0: See and- what I don't like though, is the news cycle. Remember last year when it was like South North Korea is going to bomb Austin any second now, right? Mm-hmm. And then like something else happened and we were like, oh, Snowden gave away government secrets. We're all good on North Korea. Don't worry about that anymore. That Snowden guy. Oh, he's a cancer on the the scab of America. Yep. I mean, it's like, you know, don't force feed me this, this nonsense.
1: That's ridiculous. It is. And people forget stuff. And if you really take a look back, you see all these things that have not come to fruition, have not been fixed, or even addressed, because we just go from one thing to the next. Right. Right, exactly. it's kind of like the comic books. <laughs> wow, well, that's that's true. You know, because there are these dangling plot lines that Marvel sometimes is just like, eh, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Let's go to something like this. Let's let's ignore continuity and uh, just do this infinity thing. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. It it.
1: Anyway, I, I was know trying, you're trying to bring to it all back around. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well done. Well done. It just, <laughs> it, it it grinds my gears.
1: Oh, sure, man. I mean, we could take the Marvel and the 616 out of it and just do a politics podcast, and I could talk for hours.
0: Oh, it's just – it's terrible. It's all like, oh, you you know, care about this, care about this. And it's like if you're not an Obamabot, then you're a Rush Limbaugh zombie, and it's –
1: you're one or the other. How dare you think for yourself?
0: If we voted somebody who could actually govern into office instead of the nincompoops that were put forth to us, I think that we'd get a whole lot more done.
1: Yeah. But, but how do you do that?
0: Uh, you, I, I don't know. Inform the
1: public and tell them,
0: hey, it's not just two parties.
1: Well, I don't think it's only that. I, I it's It just comes down to a, a, a heart issue what ultimately it comes down to, it because we see it, we don't just see it at the, the federal level, we see it at the state level, we see it at the local level, from the school board meeting to the city council meeting. Like, you elect these people based on what they tell you they believe and what they're going to do, and the second they get into office, they don't do any of that stuff.
0: Right, exactly. Okay, like, look, here. here's an example, alright? I know we're way off topic, but... <laughs> Somebody was like, well, I can't vote for so-and-so because he's pro-choice. And I was like, okay. Okay, Bush was pro-life. Did that change the law? Did that help anybody that he was pro-life? No, that just meant that he wasn't going to get an abortion and he was going to encourage his wife not to get an abortion. You, We need to vote in people who can govern – based on the laws of the land and the Constitution, not based on, here's my here's my feelings on this. It doesn't matter. If you're a public servant, if you're going into office, can you govern the best? Can you uphold the laws the best? In a sticky situation, can you decipher what the law is and know how to uh, govern and go about it and, and take care of the, the populace and defend the Constitution, which is the number one goal of the president it's not oh well i think that i think that homosexual marriage is okay or not okay that has nothing to do with governing the nation there are already things in place if you want to vote that in there's a way to change the constitution amendments states have to vote on it if a state accepts the amendment and if so many states accept the amendment then it's in. Then that's fine. It doesn't matter what the president says. He doesn't make the laws. So if you really want to change it, and, well, I'm voting for Obama because he he wants marriage equality. Well, who cares what he wants? Tell your congressman, tell your senator, introduce this bill, have them vote on it, and set it forth as an amendment, and then have the state legislatures vote on it. That's how you do it. It doesn't matter what the president thinks.
1: But that's not what we do anymore. The executive branch comes up with laws now.
0: I know, and they're called executive orders, and they're unconstitutional.
1: I agree they are, but when no one keeps that branch in check, what do you do? Because nobody does keep it in check. I don't know. I don't know. You know I don't know what the answer is. That, but, that, I mean, that's the problem. You've, when, you've, when no anybody, one...
0: anybody who does not who does not stick to what their goal or what their allotted responsibility are, we should vote them out. It doesn't matter what they stand for. If I refuse to vote for any candidate that would have signed the NDA, the, the, the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, I refuse. I will not vote for anybody who says, I can detain an American citizen for an indeterminate amount of time for an uh, indeterminate cause. No. No, you can't. If you say that you're gonna sign that, absolutely not. You don't give my vote. That's why I didn't vote for what's his face Romney. That's why I didn't vote for Obama. No. I. I I'm, it just it boggles my mind how people are like, wow, he's a Republican. Obviously, he's the best choice. Wow, he's a Democrat. Obviously, he's the best choice. Anyway, whatever. It's it's it it matters how people are going to govern. It doesn't matter. I mean, if if they're if hey, I believe in this and I'll do an executive order to do it. Like Christians, this bothers me. Right, you open up a can of worms. I'll stop after this. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Look, like Christians are like, oh, we need somebody in office who w- who will just, you know. I mean, what do they expect? Forgo the entire Congress and and uh, ensure. And like, once that Christian president gains all this power, and they're voted out and say, oh well, you know, now we now we have this, and now we overturned uh, Roe v.ersus Wade, and now we, you know, no no homosexual marriage and everything because executive orders. You've given the executive branch so much power that the next time when it flip flops you can't take back that power anymore. What happens when somebody who you don't agree with takes that takes the office? The problem is that we've given so much power to these the executive branch, the legislative branch, and we've abdicated our responsibility of self-government that now we don't know what to do anymore. Now we have to vote for people who think like us and say, "Oh, well, I mean, if I would do this, so I'm going to vote for somebody who would do that too." Well, that's not even the job description. You
1: Okay, I'm done. No, brother, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm not in my head, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll be, it's not it even it's not even an election year. Goodness, <laughs> but it's always an election year, whether you're voting or not. People are always performing.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, I think so much of this, Obamacare, government shutdown, defaulting, all of this is just. Set up so that in a couple years, you can say, "Remember when? Look what this person did. Look it's, what they said."
0: I, yeah, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Yeah, I, all our listeners. Is. If if anyone cares about politics, if not, then fast forward all this. But if anyone cares about politics, go on YouTube and um, Larry King was uh, he he moderated the third party debates this year. You have the um, the Social Justice Party, the Green Party. The uh the Libertarian Party and the Constitution Party and maybe one other and they had a debate. Go watch that. Okay. Now some of those people are real idiots. Okay. <laughs> but but you actually get to see the best way to govern and like some of these questions that that don't, they are not asked to to uh during the debates of the other ones. So I mean very important questions. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. All right, so let's do. Uh, what do you want to do first? Aston- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll do a we'll do astonishing X Men sixty eight first.
0: I I apologize to everyone listening. Let's go ahead, go ahead, do astonishing
1: X Men sixty eight. Don't don't apologize for who you are, Andy. You're fine. Okay, first of all, let me say on this, I I can only name four people. <laughs> hey, it's my turn to talk. I
0: can only name four people on this cover. I have been reading every issue of this book and I can't name these people. You've been reading every issue? I skipped sixty-seven. I gotta go back and read sixty-seven.
1: Well that's the one that makes it all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. You've been reading every issue? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Bill, I have Mucho You can only name four people? Yeah, North Star, Gambit, Wolverine, Iceman. <laughs> You don't – so when you were reading about those other three ladies, you just didn't read their names? Well, I thought that was Karma, but
0: I thought she had like a, a mechanical limb, and I don't see that.
1: She does. Maybe she just has clothes on it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. That's true. Yeah. And I don't sense? know who the who the other two are. I mean, I know this is – this girl was the, guard, the Shi'ar guardian of Glad, Kid Gladiator, but I don't know her name. And then it's I have horrible. no idea who this person is.
1: Well, that's Cecilia Ray's sitting down. She's the one that makes Force Field. And then Warbird is the Shi'ar bird War, lady.
0: Warbird. Okay. All
1: right. All yeah. right. Go for it, man. It's like, eh, Ms. Marvel goes by Ms. Marvel, so I'll take Warbird. <laughs> um, Astonishing X-Men 68. The X-Men battle a monster created by the Dark Beast. Warbird tries to kill Dark Beast, but all the X-Men tell her to stop. So she doesn't feel a part of the team and questions whether or not she should go back to the Shi'ar. North Star goes to the judge to try and not get deported. Warbird decides to stay at the X-Men. <laughs> that was the issue. <laughs> I didn't even have time to flip to it. Did you read it? Yeah, yeah. That's all that happened.
0: Who cares? I know, but why in the world? Okay, all right. I have some questions for you, okay? The, the only reason I wanted to do this is because it's the last book of Astonishing X-Men, right?
1: Yeah, they took what was a wonderful title under Joss Whedon. And turn it into this crap.
0: Do you know how
1: long ago? That was 2007, man. Yeah, they're only at issue 68. And what happened was after Joss and um, Cassidy left, they didn't know what to do with the title. So they're like, oh, we'll give it to Simon Bianchi, and it'll be really cool because we love his art. Well, nobody else loved his art, (laughs) and it didn't make any sense. So then they're like, all right. So we'll have two different teams of X Men, and every other issue will be that that team. Well, that's hard to follow. Yeah, it was. End of the issue, Beast is kicking somebody in the face, and you go to the next issue, and it's a different team. What? So then, like, all right, well, we'll we'll make it like the artsy, um, um, you know, get in touch with your your feelings, social issues, um, X Men title. Well, nobody cares. (laughs) Like, it's getting canceled. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I think about this title.
0: Okay, so first of all, the art is terrible. Oh, and uh, Marjorie Liu, Leo, uh, I liked her on X twenty three. I thought she was really good. Um, I liked that book, but this book is just terrible. I can't point to a single issue that I really enjoyed.
1: No, no, and people either just know <laughs> it was bad. Some people were like, oh, it was so great. The social injustices that she has touched upon, the social issues. That's not why I read X-Men. Not at all. I don't want to read that.
0: But, I, see, I do like that kind of stuff, and I still didn't like this book. <laughs> hey, who do you think the hand is on the cover?
1: Oh, good question.
0: Who's holding the picture? Are we missing somebody? And How come Iceman looks like he has boobs? <laughs> <laughs> That's Ice Woman right there.
1: Well, didn't he? I mean, I haven't been reading these other issues, but I, I read through the grapevine that he like went crazy and and got big and like killed people and.
0: Yeah, stuff. actually, it was uh, um, it was like the 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 life seed from um, Remender's apocalypse story or the Dark Angel saga, I think. Somehow he got a little bit of that in him, and it took over his personality and. That was basically it.
1: Gotcha. I
0: think Mystique took it.
1: Of course. She's in every title.
0: She is in every title. Anyway, I I don't understand why we care about uh, this. This she Art warrior Warbird is not a compelling character at all. Neither is Northstar and Gambit somewhat is, but these other ones, I mean, they just, I mean, this team is terrible. It's a terrible team. No one cares
1: about any of these people, right? Well, no, I think that's, that was part of the problem is, you know, it's supposed to be Wolverine's Jean Grey staff, but not all of them. So we'll put Wolverine in it because he'll sell a couple extra issues. Um, Warbird got pushed out of the Wolverine and X-Men title. So she came over here. No one has known what to do with Gambit for the past 15 years. He Nobody was, he he was good play. in the X-23 title. He was good. He was all right. He, he was like okay. a mentor figure, you know. Yeah, but That's Gambit. This is Gambit. Gambit's not the teacher. Gambit is that, that rogue thief with charisma that you're never really quite sure what you're gonna he's gonna do. And that's why he was so popular. And to make him a teacher of Wolverine's cloned female, you know, people just don't no one has any idea what to do with Gambit. Cecilia Rays was a fan favorite that they wanted to put in there. Where I is think. she from? She was she's from the X Men. I don't I don't think I know her. She was only part of the X-Men for a short time in the 90s and then disappeared.
0: I always get her confused with that doctor from, run, uh, not Runaways, um, from NYX.
1: No, I never read NYX. No. Well, yeah. So maybe she is in, and maybe that is her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then Karma, who cares? Who cares about Karma?
0: Is Karma and Shan the same person? Yes. Okay, no, I don't care.
1: Yeah, and then we'll throw in Iceman. It was just like a hodgepodge of awfulness.
0: Iceman could be... I mean, I have never cared about Iceman except when Bendis is writing him, I think.
1: I think he's another one that is kind of... The writers don't know... I think there are a lot of X-Men characters right now that writers cannot get a good grasp on. They don't. Like, how much story development has Iceman had in the last 15, 20 years?
0: He He fell in love with Mystique,
1: and I think that's it, right? But will that even matter? Oh, no, it doesn't matter, no. You know, I mean, Gambit fell in love with Mystique, too, when she was masquerading as Fox. But it just doesn't... Was that a bizarre love triangle? Mm-hmm. It's just not long-term development. You see in other characters like Shadowcat and Wolverine in this title that they have had development over the past 10, 15 years. Gambit, I think the biggest thing he's done was when Apocalypse turned him into a horseman. That's really all that's happened. Iceman... I can't think of anything, you know. Yeah. But so yeah, yeah. No, but wasn't was, a huge fan of this. This title. wasn't
0: a good title. I mean, the only character development we saw in this was Northstar, I think, and that was it. Right, the whole series. Yeah,
1: yeah Northstar and Kyle. Their their um, storyline progressed, and, and things happened with those characters, but that was it. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, do you think that she'll be putting on
1: a new book? I don't think it'll be an X Men book, but I know she'll be on something.
0: You you know, or you think that you?
1: I thought that she had done an interview where she said she's got something coming up. I, maybe like, I was. I fun. mean, I,
0: I I did enjoy her other. I would love to see her on a solo title.
1: Maybe Warbird will get her own title.
0: No, nope, I can't. I won't watch
1: that. I won't. Maybe it. Kyle will get his own title. That's stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> I would love maybe, to see her on a Dazzler title. That'd be cool. Maybe Karma's leg can have its own title. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Arm his leg. Oh, don't put clothes on it. Put clothes on it. Go to the judge to see whether the judge will determine whether you have a clothes on it. Look at the leg, kick someone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you have a
0: very low opinion. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh infinity number four. Are you done with this, sixty eight? Yes. Get out of here. Okay, Infinity Number Four. I did not get a chance to write uh mine. Uh yet again I would say that the cover does not fit the theme of this book
1: hold on you didn't write anything out no oh aaron is not gonna be pleased <laughs> i wonder if he gets like a little
0: <laughs> miffed or embarrassed when we say stuff like
1: that. i'm aaron it, i'm just totally joshing with you man i think you're awesome and anything that i can do to bust andy's chops you know
0: i thought for sure you were gonna give me a harder time about the diet thing but now that I know I, that you're going through a similar situation. Well I haven't seen you.
1: When was the last time I saw you? I don't know. I mean, when we had Thai food uh, yeah. years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you can see your toes or not. My toes are just fine. Thank you. No, but I'm saying I don't know how portly you are or how you're not portly you are. I'm stately, not portly. Well, how tall are you? 5'11 and a half. Okay. And you're 175.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's not where I want to be, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two guys just talking about their weight.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to try to do this before my voice gives out here. Okay. Okay, Okay. Infinity number four. This is titled Thane, written by Jonathan Hickman and Jerome Opeña and Dustin Weaver. And, of course, Chris Eliopoulos uh, Eliopoulos on the letters. So He, he letters everything. All right, uh, so we open where uh, cap says okay we're gonna surrender and the builder is in charge is in front of the Cree and uh, he's saying that these people are gonna surrender and Ronan has uh, amassed all the accusers together this is on Halla I believe is the Cree homeworld and so uh, he says we're gonna teach him a letter uh, uh, we're gonna teach them a lesson uh, once and for all and then we go to the hidden city of Orolan, where this guy who is a healer um, is helping people and it turns out to be Thane it turns out to be Thanos's son but he is he looks pretty human he I don't think that his terig- the Terrigen mist has um, has come across him yet I don't believe okay then we shoot to a Tillon that was hanging over New York and man these are gorgeous pictures of a Tillin that was just slammed into New York. It just, and uh, it was because uh, Black Bolt blew it up. Well, so Thanos is coming out of the wreckage, and a pterogen bomb is activated across the world, and Thanos sees it. And then um, we do see a bunch of people who have inhuman DNA being changed. Um, some changed instantly, some changed over time. <coughs> Pardon me. And then Black Bolt emerges from the wreckage, and they have an awesome battle. It is just fantastic. Thanos and Black Bolt going at it, pounding each other, screaming at each other. Um, And then we cut back. Thane is being changed as well. And finally, Thanos slams Black Bolt into – he just slams him over and over into the wreckage, and he's not moving. And he says, Fine, I will kill you. You don't have to tell me where my son is. I'll go find him myself. Uh, then we come back to uh, Thane. He looks similar to Thanos. Um, there's a lot of he's surrounded by dead in the hidden city. And that's where we end that side of the story. Back on on Hala. Hala! <laughs> I expected you to say that. <laughs> um, so they're talking about who's going to make the surrender. And they send, uh, Captain America sent Thor. And man, this is like, this is fantastic. Like, <laughs> when I read this, man. Like, first of all, I read it out loud. And I read it with <laughs> voices. And like. No. Oh, yeah. I do that whenever I can, man. That makes it come alive. Really? Yes. It's it's amazing. I'll have like to try that. What?
1: I'll have to try that.
0: Oh, yeah. It's really good. Like, if you can get, you know, Thor's accent and Professor X using Patrick Stewart's <laughs> accent, and like, then, you know, you can put in all the pauses and everything, and you can really actually make it come alive. And it's your own pacing and everything. So they say, all right, come unarmed. And so he throws his hammer. He says a little prayer first and then throws his hammer. And so he's come unarmed and he's talking to the builder. And if you can imagine what the builder looks like, um, in real life, if you, you were staring at this guy, he's pretty terrifying looking. So he says, I'll surrender, but you can't destroy Earth. What assurances do I have? And he says, come closer, and he smacks him. And uh, he says, oh, Earth is going to die. There's nothing you can do to save Earth, but we'll stop and not kill anything else, which I don't think we know why yet. They want to go after Earth. And, I mean, he just says basically it's a plague on the galaxy and the universe, but not just u- this universe, like all, every universe that has ever existed, which I don't know what they have, how the builders have a lot of knowledge about the multiverse. So <clears throat> that remains to be seen. Well, anyway, his hammer comes down, and Thor says, no, this is not how it's going to be. His hammer comes down. After he threw it up, and it like came around the sun, and it's superheated and everything, and just blows through the builder right back into Thor's hand, like right through the guy. And Captain America's watching. He says, "They can be broken, so they can be beaten." And then the builder falls over, dies. He says, "You don't understand. This means that everything has to die." And whew, Thor. Slams the hammer right down on his head and says, You first. And then he turns to Ronan and says, All right, Ronan, you with me? And he said, I'm with you. And then he turns to all the accusers. Ronan tr- turns to the accusers and he says, our Accusers, are you with me? And then we have an army with everybody. And uh they say, All right, our, our gladiator is looking at Captain America and says, well, you know, Okay, what do we do now, Avenger, now that your plan worked? And he says, Now we win. Oh man, this was like man. this was like the best issue of the year, hands down, <laughs> hands down. Like I, I, I. After I finished reading that, I found Jackie, and I was like, that issue is why I read comics. <laughs> uh, I was like, I wade through all this crap, all this mediocre, <laughs> mediocre junk, for these gems that are buried. And you only read them like one, one every out of every 100 issues is like oh majestic, you know. But I mean, the art worked so well for this, the the fight scenes, the and just how regal Thor was, and how like he's like the definition in this, in this, he's the definition of meek, meaning power under control. He mm-hmm. has all this power, and he. Plays the part, and he takes a a slap and a beating from this guy, and then uh, when the time's right, he he just shows. Okay, well we can beat you. Ah, oh, it's it's
1: fantastic. Yeah, it's I fantastic.
0: What do you think? <laughs> do you do think it
1: was as yeah, good? I mean, as I Yeah, mean, the thinking? whole issue I was like, oh they're giving up, and oh now they're gonna now Cap has a plan. Like it was just kind of whatever. But I knew there was something that was gonna happen with Thanos and Black Bolt, so that battle was just. Awesome. I love that. It was just you don't see Black Bolt talk very often and Thanos is like the bad, bad, bad guy. So to see them battle it out was sweet. Um I don't think Thanos could have taken it like he did, but right. he, he did. So whatever. That's that's not a big deal. Right. But that was sweet. But then alright, so he smacked Thor in the face. <laughs> and I just I wish I would have had a camera to see my face, because I was like <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. He is going to get it. <laughs> and, Dude,
0: he he backhanded him, too.
1: Yeah, I just see somebody smacking Chris Hemsworth in the face, him getting back up looking at him, and I'm like, he's going to die. Thor is <laughs> going to mutilate this guy. Dude, I loved how
0: everybody oh. was watching. Like, <laughs> half of them were watching on the television screens, half of them were watching from the ship everybody was watching on real life every like this is the deciding moment like in this battle like okay what is earth going to do you know it's it it made it like so real and such a big deal to me like sometimes these stories are supposed to be big but they feel very small Mm -hmm. well this i mean this felt it felt like every single person was watching what what would happen
1: yes it was yeah it was just like almost give you a Goosebumps! Like this is definitely, like you said, one of the best books of the year. Top, at least top five moments of the whole year, too.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's great. And then, like, it's so ominous. And he said, "You don't understand. This means everything dies." Like, I don't know. To me, I kind of was like, "Oh no!" Like they're all excited, but they really don't know what they've just done.
1: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) it is great. Like, can we make a movie of that scene? (laughs) Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: That'd be awesome. Oh, it was
1: awesome. It was good.
0: And I was so upset when, when Ronan left the group, and he was like, well, I got to do what, you know, the Supreme Intelligence wants to do. And so to see them come back, I mean, that, like, that that's cool. That that yeah. kind of redeems him in my in my eyes.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I know the Kree are all about following one another as a collective, but it did kind of, you lost a little bit of respect when he was like, well, I guess I'm gonna go back because uh, they told me to, and we're defeated. Right, no, dude, stand up. Yeah, you know, and that's where the whole Captain America leading this group comes in because he will never give up, and he always has a plan, and he got these guys together, and you know, I think the next two issues are gonna have to be, I don't know what's gonna have to happen for them to top this, this yeah. just the scene, you know.
0: I agree. I agree. Hey, did you read the the latest Captain America issue, like 13 or whatever? Mm -mm, No. Dude, there's a place where Captain America cries. Like, I understand he's in a bad (laughs) spot and he cries. I can understand him tearing up, but if you open that book, you see, like, he's ashamed of his crying. Like, he's got his hand, like, in a girl pose – where he's got a shield and his arm, his elbow on his other hand, carrying a shield. And then his leg, one leg is bent and his head is in his hands. And he's just like, woo hoo Ah, <laughs> uh, I was so mad. That's Remender. This is Hickman.
1: Well, so now how did you do the voice for that?
0: I don't waste my time on those books.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I still read them. I just don't, you know, do the voices. So do you read Do you read them out loud at home? Yeah. Like with the kids around and Jackie, or do you wait till they all go to bed?
0: No, I'm. Whenever I'm alone and get the chance to do it, if it's a book I'm really looking forward to enjoying, then I'll take my time and do it that way. Okay. There's like two per week that I'm
1: really like, oh,
0: I can't wait for this
1: book. Gotcha. No, that's cool. I, it's just something I never even crossed my mind to to do.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I think it started out with Professor X and. I can uh you know I can hear Patrick Stewart's voice in my head and Ian McKellen's voice when I when I'm reading it. Yeah. And I don't do that w- I mean with Captain America I don't do it with what's that guy's name? Chris Who's the actor that did Captain America? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, I don't he doesn't seem, you know, strong enough. So I don't use that, but you know, so I come up with my own. I'm like, "Ah, that's too weak. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> do a strong voice or something like that."
1: I always do the voices for, think of the voices from the animated series. Yeah,
0: Wolverine is tough cuz I've been watching Wolverine and the X-Men recently. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, "Ah, that's not as good a voice, but
1: Are you working your way through the whole series or what? There's only 2 seasons, right? 1 season.
0: Oh. Well, then I think I I watched the whole thing. I think the girls are watching it now. Okay. So, I'm catching every once in a while. They were really freaked out by the mojo one.
1: Oh, yeah. He, well, his, his eyes are pulled open. It's right, exactly. Stay.
0: That's what they're. Ellie was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> so. All, All
1: right. right. Last issue. We are going to look at the latest in Battle of the Atom, which was X Men number six. All right. So Jubilee is awoken to Shogo crying while in the care of Brew. Bling and Armor have developed a necklace to put around Shogo, so if he's ever in danger, a force field will envelop him. As the X-Men are heading back to the mansion, Wolverine asks Rachel to telepathically spy on the future X-Men, because something just isn't right. Wolverine's team, the future X-Men, along with the original Angel, Cyclops, and Jean, return to the Jean Grey school. Half of them head to the time cube to send the originals back in time. Bling tells the newly arrived team that original Iceman and original Beast went into the future with magic. Future Charles Xavier flips out and psychically assaults her while stating that they are on their way and they're going to ruin everything. Wolverine is caught off guard as the, as the future Kitty Pryde morphs into a mystique-like male, gutting Wolverine and calling him Dad. Meanwhile, at the time cube, future Charles contacts Zorn, who is about to send the original students back in time. He tells Zorn their cover has been blown and to secure the original X-Men. Zorn quickly takes out everyone around her with a mental blast. Upstairs, Vampire Jubilee has started to battle Xavier along with Rachel Summers. They are quickly defeated, leaving Psylocke with Shogo to continue the fight. Jubilee and Bling grab Shogo in his force field and head outside, with Psylocke, just as Future Beast secures the entire Jean Grey school and prepares the defensive grid for the arrival of the other future X-Men team. Outside, Cyclops' team arrives, along with the other future X-Men team. One of the members is revealed to be the future Shogo and greets Jubilee with a hug. That was confusing. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, if you don't, just, there's two future X-Men teams, and then there's three Icemen running around, and three Beasts running around, and then there's regular Cyclops has a team, and regular Wolverine has a team, and... Whew, I mean, if you read it, you can visually understand what's going on, but otherwise, <laughs> it sound like a mess.
0: Do you think uh, the uh, adult Shogo is... Do you think his team is from the same time that the other future team is from, or do you think they're from a little bit further in the future?
1: No, they're from the same time because they split up um, after President Dazzler was assassinated.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. So they all know each other, and we just don't know what what happened after Dazzler was assassinated to cause that breakup.
0: So who is Bling?
1: Bling is one of the students at the Wolverine and X and uh, the, the Jean Grey school.
0: Where do we know her from? I thought that was Mercury or is Mercury a boy?
1: No, Mercury has red hair and so, sil- but she has silver skin too. Hmm. That there was an uh, issue one of X-Men. Um, there was a, there's some kind of issue between Bling and Mercury.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. They right.
1: touched on, and I think this is Wood reintroducing, Hey, don't forget, I'm going to come back to whatever this was.
0: Right. Yeah. So what do you think about, this is different than Infinity because it's multiple writers writing their own books together. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think about this? If you were to compare, not necessarily the two and far as far as quality, but the two ideas of, uh, you know, a, a, an event that's written by the same and has a core title, and then a crossover through the books.
1: No, I definitely, uh, I definitely prefer one writer because that way it's not so hacked up and chopped. Because there's some, I mean, I've really enjoyed the Adam so far. I didn't think I would, but I have enjoyed it so far. But there have been some issues where you're like, "Huh, what?" And then other issues where you're like, "Okay, that character has returned back to sanity." Where you know some writers just because they're not used to writing this character, so it's kind of you know out of the woods for them. So there have been a couple a couple times where it it's been a little choppy, but for overall it's been good. But but like I said, you know, I definitely would uh, enjoy the Infinity approach over the Valley Adam, running through multiple titles, different writers, different artists.
0: I just I can't get into the. I mean, I like the concept, but I'm only really enjoying the Bendis-written issues here.
1: Well, I, yeah, I thought that you you said that you liked this.
0: Yeah, I I did, but now it's I, and I I don't mind the the concept of it getting more and more confused with, um, you know, future X Men and future t- teams. But I don't like the shift from viewpoints, because this is clearly, okay, well, I'll participate in what you're doing, but I am going to, you know, I want it to be my thread. I am going to come back to what I was doing before. You know, we see the female team and everything, which is cool, but the female team isn't the focus of Battle of the Atom. It's the, the past team and the future teams, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm on board with the whole idea and the whole main storyline, but Wolverine, the X Men, and then this X Men title, uh, you know, they're, I'm really enjoying them a lot less.
1: Gotcha. Well, I, well, I, mean, I did yeah.
0: find it interesting that Krakoa looks exactly like those uh, those dog monster things from Ghostbusters.
1: Do you think they look the same?
0: In this picture, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Those dog muster- monsters scared the crap out of me. <laughs> when I was little. Oh my gosh,
0: dude! I only saw that movie when I was like a teenager.
1: Did it scare you then?
0: No, not then. Because oh. I just thought it was—I I thought the movie was so funny with <laughs> uh, with Bill Murray. I mean, you know, I just... where where are you from uh, uh, originally? <laughs>
1: it's, it's great. You have to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, yeah, written down, it's confusing. But for somebody, like for a comic person, like myself or yourself or our, our fans, I don't think it's it's confusing at all. But if I were to hand this to Jennifer or you were to hand it to Jackie, like, who are these people? What is going on? Why are there all these Cyclopses running around? You know, would be. For, for, for Marvel to be so gung-ho about always being jumping on points and easy accessible... This is definitely not it. <laughs>
0: right, which makes me think that we're definitely going, culminating to something big. I, I think that this is, is going to lead to something really
1: big. Don't you think, or no? I don't, well, I mean, we're going to talk about the news from the New York Comic Con, and that kind of makes me think it's not going where I thought it was going. Oh, really?
0: Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, well, let, let's hit it then. You wanna You want to hit the news?
1: State of the Union. The State of our Union.
0: Oh, I love
1: yes, but Andy, no, no political talk right now, okay? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. All right, no, no, you're fine. All right, so we're going to talk about news from New York Comic Con. That was this past weekend. Um, it's interesting to note, New York Comic Con had the the same number of people this year that uh San Diego Comic-Con had this year too. So they really? are saying, yeah, it everyone was surprised. They were expecting they were expecting a lot of people, around 110 to 115,000, but 130,000 showed up. Wow. So yeah, so now we we might have the, you know, two options for getting the media comic fix, you know. Yeah, San Diego isn't going to have the monopoly um, that it has had. But they just announced in San Diego that they're expanding um, to, like, 78,000 more square feet. Uh, 500 new rooms are being added. All these acres are being taken over. By 2018, it's going to be like its own city. Holy moly. We'll see. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about news from New York Comic Con. Marvel had a lot of stuff to roll out. I'm not going to go over every single thing, but I'm going to touch on the new titles that they announced. Okay. Um, they're going to relaunch Ms. Marvel with a new number one. Are they really? They are. Who's writing? Uh, Deconic. Ah. <laughs> I know it's like, guys, it's not selling well. <laughs> Throwing a new number one on it is going to give it a shot in the arm and it's going to go right back where it is unless it's something totally different.
0: Dude, unless... Okay, is she going back to her original costume? No. She's going to keep the same costume and then go back to Ms. Marvel?
1: Oh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be... I, I thought it was still going to be Captain Marvel.
0: Okay, all right. That's, that's That's terrible
1: news. Yeah, like, there's no... What is the point? You know? They're also relaunching Fantastic Four with a new number one.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. (laughs) What in
0: the world? Okay, you know what? I think that they had this idea for Inhumans and the movie and everything, and it was kind of up in the air. And now they're saying, okay, Fraction, we need you to write it. And I was really interested how Fraction, because he is leaving FFM Fantastic Four. Yeah. That's 24 issues of a big setup of them being gone in the future and like a different Johnny storm coming back and everything. And I was really interested how the next writer was going to deal with that where they left it off, but he's probably just going to rush the ending and then have the next writer do their own idea.
1: Guess we'll find out.
0: That's crazy. Hickman worked so hard on his FF fantastic four run and then fraction screwed it up (laughs) And now it's it it doesn't matter. It didn't even need
1: to be screwed up. Maybe Fraction is really Aaron James Chappelle.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron, if we're criticizing your FF. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and they're also relaunching X Factor. Yeah, as all new X Factor, right? X No, it's just X Factor. Oh, really?
0: I thought I saw a cover that said all new X Factor.
1: Maybe it is. I've been... Wrong. I've never been wrong before, but I have been mistaken. Oh, okay. Um but X Factor is gonna be Polaris, Quicksilver, and Gambit. Um they're gonna be corporate sponsored, and there'll be three other characters that show up to, to fill out the team.
0: I would like to see Peter David write Gambit.
1: I hope he knows what to do with him. You know, I'm hoping that this is a good move for Gambit. Is M going anywhere? she is going to be joining the X-Men title.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. All right.
1: Because I think Shadowcat Kitty Pryde is going to leave and go with Cyclops' team. Mm. That's what I think is going to happen. And then Rachel might leave as well. We'll see. So those are the relaunches. Um, And then there's going to be a new series that will continue... Uh, to follow what happens to the characters from Avengers Arena. And the um, Avengers proper are going to be taking on a more global stance, which I don't really understand cuz I thought that's what they were doing anyways. Right. And um well, they're intergalactic,
0: so global might be I don't know.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and what makes me think that Battle Adam is not going where I thought it was going. Is that uh, there's going to be an all-new X-Men, Guardians of the Galaxy crossover, where the Shi'ar are going to put um, Jean Grey on trial, and it's going to involve uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and how and what ties they have to someone on the original X-Men team. Hmm. So, and they showed some some promo art with new costumes for the original X-Men, and then they're in space. So. Uh Battle of the Atom is not going to be closing up with the five of them back in time.
0: Right, but do you think that it will close up a whole time? Oh, so I guess it's not I guess it's not a reboot like uh, I was picturing the Battle of the Atom would like climax as a okay, now there's only one there's not multiple versions, there's only one version because everybody got sucked into one person or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's only one Jean Grey who ever lived, and now it's her. And that's how they were going to youngify the team.
1: Mm, gotcha. I, I don't think that was going to happen. I mean, there has to be some kind of explanation for how the characters are all how they are if the five of them never did those things, if the five of them were never in the past, you know? Yeah. So, all right, so those are those are just like the... The relaunches and some of the tidbits of storylines, um, but the bigger news I think would probably be the titles that are coming out from Marvel now, Volume Two or whatever. All right, lay it on me. Uh, Black Widow will have her own title. Who's writing? Oh, I don't have all the. I didn't write oh, all those details. Okay, all right. sorry, man. Um, we can get that stuff, but I just I just picked the titles.
0: No, that's fine.
1: Black Widow will be getting her own title. Ghost Rider is getting his own title. Uh, The New Warriors are being launched again. Uh, Elektra is getting her own title. We already knew She-Hulk was getting her own title. And then Iron Patriot is also getting his own title. Interesting. All very weird tiered characters. Yeah, my, my whole thought is been there, done that for every single one of them. All those characters have had their own series They've not been successful, so why are we throwing it up against the wall and seeing if it sticks this time?
0: Okay, so the only one that throws me for a loop is, wait, you said She-Hulk, Black Widow,
1: New Warriors. Ghost Rider, Elektra, and Iron Patriot.
0: Ghost Rider,
1: Elektra? Mm-hmm. That's
0: weird. I, Elektra and Iron Patriot throw me for a loop.
1: Well, Iron Patriot, that's because of the movie. Because it's going to be James Rhodes in the Iron Patriot armor. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, wow. how in the world? you know, what... what are
0: we doing here? This is the same thing as Iron Man 2.0 and War Machine.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, this is... Wasn't James Rhodes part cyborg anyways?
0: He had, like, a... Sort of.
1: So now he's going to be in Norman Osborn's old armor. That's That's dumb. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is not Iron Man 3.
0: Yeah, no. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Iron Patriot is a bad guy because Iron Man... Well, maybe the general public doesn't know that. Osborne, when they took off his mask and he had all that crazy makeup on, though. (laughs) Man, that was bad.
1: So, I mean, I'm just not excited about any of those titles.
0: No, I mean, if done right, Black Widow could be good.
1: I mean, it, okay, uh, Black Widow, Ghost Rider, New Warriors, like She-Hulk, and Iron Patriot. Black Widow, I would pick up at least the first few issues to try out, and maybe She-Hulk.
0: Uh, I would pick up Ghost Rider. Daniel Way's Ghost Rider that led into Jason Aaron's Ghost Rider was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a chance right there. You can deal with some weirdo stuff in the Marvel Universe, as long as they don't bring in the Legion of Monsters or whatever, that <laughs> you're good.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know. What I what I see is Black Widow, Electra, She-Hulk, and then the relaunch of Ms. Marvel. What I see is Marvel trying to find a, a, a female character that they own that They own the movie rights to to make this one of these characters their leading Marvel lady so they can get you know, they can have their Wonder Woman.
0: It can't be She Hulk, right? I mean you already have Hulk. Like, I can understand the Black Widow and I can understand like if you did a Black Widow well, maybe not. Maybe not. Black Widow movie may not work.
1: But I would see a She-Hulk movie over any of those others. Because it would be funny. It would be different. It would be different enough from the Hulk that I don't feel like I'm watching just a girl Hulk. You know, I would only watch
0: a Ms. Marvel movie. I mean, that's yeah, not I've... true. That's not true. I would watch them all, but I think Ms. Marvel would. I would be excited for that one.
1: How about I? I want to do this. I want to read you what I posted on uh, Comic Book Resources. Okay, it was on the Storm thread. Okay. about Storm getting her own title. I said, I think Marvel's really trying to get one of the characters they own the rights to to be their main Marvel woman. Ms. Marvel, Electra, She-Hulk, and Black Widow are all going to have their own titles. They own the rights to all these characters. I think they're trying to st- establish a top female for the Marvel Universe. Granted, Storm is without a doubt the leading lady of the Marvel Universe. However, they gave up the rights to the X-Men, so it's not a problem to push her to the back of the line when it comes to leading ladies. Same with Invisible Woman. After Storm, I'd say Invisible Woman is probably Marvel's number two lady. However, don't look for anything major happening to either of those. Marvel would rather try to continue shoving Ms. Marvel down our throats. This is now her fourth series. Get it through your heads, Marvel. People don't want to buy her book. Giving us another She Hulk book, see Explanation on Ms. Marvel Books, Electra, see Explanation on She Hulk Books, and Black Widow. She was in the third biggest movie of all time, so I get that. Yeah. So that's what I had to say.
0: <laughs> no, that's pretty good. But I mean, I, I actually, I genuinely like a M- Ms. Marvel title. I really do like that. I like Carol Danvers. I do not like Kelly Sudaconic's Sh- Captain Marvel book.
1: But I I think what Marvel's hearing is that the Kelly Sudaconic has this cult following, whereas the Ms. Marvel title didn't have that.
0: Man, Brian Reed was so good on that book. And Kelly Sudaconic is just like oh, woe is me, oh, I'm a grumpy person. (laughs) You know, like, that's how she's writing the book. She's like, oh, if only for me, this old person wouldn't have died. What are you talking about? She's an old person. (laughs) Old people die. Anyway.
1: It's dumb. I I was just, I was super excited about New York Comic Con because I knew they were going to be unveiling some titles. And to really just get a rehash of series from you know the mid 90s was just a it was just a bummer
0: <laughs> yeah, but what were you hoping for though i mean there's not much more they could do
1: well who's to say that though i mean i really genuinely outside of me liking storm so much i feel like she deserves her own title she's the Mar- marvel's premier lady the most popular lady and they just keep throwing her in the background give her her own title um you know, we could have seen, where's it, the Silver Surfer book? We haven't seen a hit. He hasn't had a book for years uh, since I was in college. I, I don't know talking,
0: if that would be very entertaining at all.
1: But I would <laughs> I would like to, I would be interested because they the cosmic universe has fleshed out so much since he had his last title. It, it's just so much bigger from the events of, of Annihilation and Infinity. Stuff could happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that I would love to see uh, a Kitty Pride title. Um, Storm, I don't know if I could take it. I kind of view that as like a Black Panther title. Um, it would. She seems like very well. I mean, okay, I'm biased because I like Street Level. Yeah, you know. So I can see Kitty on a Street Level book. I can't see Storm on a Street Level book. She's very, very powerful. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, so uh, is Thor. Yeah, and Hulk, and Iron Man.
0: Right, I'm not saying solo book street level, like a, a book that I would enjoy.
1: I see what you're saying. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I so I mean, sh- she could do it, but when I when I think of the 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 women of Marvel that haven't been that haven't been given their own title, because you you were saying that I feel like she deserves her own title because she did well. I mean, she she is great. I'm trying to think of the the women that didn't get their own title in Marvel that I would be interested in reading. Yeah. And how they would do that. You know, I mean, if they had a jubilee title, I mean, if 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 Marjorie Liu did a jubilee title, I could do that, you know. I'm not particularly interested in the character, but I'm I'm interested in learning more about the character, you know? Uh Kitty Pride, I think that would make a great book actually. So Maybe some of the other, I don't know.
1: Maybe a Warbird title?
0: Yeah, yeah, that would, with Remender writing it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, some of these books that, with the very, very powerful uh, people that aren't necessarily stuck in any moral quandaries, like, you know, Thor and Iron Man, their titles. I, it's just it it doesn't grab my attention. it's more like, oh look, he's flying again. I love that you know, oh he's smashing people with a hammer. that's the best <laughs> you know, like you have to really, really like that to to like those books. I liked Jason Aaron's first you know twelve issues because it was uh it was a new take on the character and he he had to decide what was going on like okay, well, how am I gonna respond to this but you know once you get to the Maliki stuff where oh let's we have to beat this guy up like that's all
1: yeah are you looking forward to thor 2 i've only seen one trailer
0: uh, and i'll defi- yeah i'll definitely go see the movie but um i'm i want to go in fresh you know like i didn't have high expectations about the other thor movie at all and i loved it yeah. <laughs> so i kind of want to do
1: the same thing okay I'm we heightened. are like watching every trailer we can find. <laughs> There's <laughs> Russian trailers I've been watching. <laughs> what? You're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. All
0: right. Hey, Agents of
1: S.H.I.E.L.D., do yeah. we have time
0: to talk about this real quick or no? If
1: your voice can hold up. Yeah. It's... Yeah, I want to know what you think about it.
0: Okay. Well, I watched it last night
1: so then I could talk about it. How many episodes have you watched? Two. Okay. How many have there been? Four? Tonight is the fourth episode. Oh. It's, it's actually not... on right now. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to go Oh no, I'm
0: recording it. Okay, alright, alright. Are you taping it or something? Yes. Okay. I'm 60 years old. Are you taping it? No,
1: actually we are. <laughs> <laughs> With the VHS tape. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't gonna keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Because what what we did is we bought one of those dual deck. DVD, yeah. VHS tapes? Oh, yeah, yeah, so I can yeah. convert um, my old home movies onto DVDs. Oh, awesome. So awesome. it's just... And with the DVDs, it's harder to re-record over it, so we just use the VHS.
0: <laughs> I understand. I understand. That's cool. Okay, so... um, I have to admit that I, when I sat down and watched the pilot, I definitely fell asleep and didn't see the end. So, um... I watched the end last night, and the the pilot was not good. It 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 was it was very silly. But the last probably five minutes or so of the pilot was better. Um, and I I was kind of like renewed, and it's like oh well, you know this could be good. So on to uh, number two. You know, it was very silly, extremely silly. So, and that was the one where they find the, the 084, which is the, you know, I guess a Tesseract was, inter, inter, like, some sort of energy from a Tesseract had this weapon, and then they blew out the side of the plane, and um, I did find it very funny, Samuel L. Jackson chewing out um, Coulson, but that was about it. Like, them, like, ah fall out of this hole in the plane oh, yeah, yeah. and walking around like somebody one of the people was like suspended in air and the other one's on the floor like how does that work anyway it was kind of it was kind of hokey
1: oh well I'm sorry you didn't care for it well no,
0: that's alright I'll probably watch some of the other episodes and I I really 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 want to like it I, I think that they could have done they need to even if they did like a, a villain of the week, I mean, it's – just pull me in with something I recognize like, oh, man, Luke Cage or, oh, the Purple Man or, oh you know, like just some of these guys that um, are third and fourth level that I would recognize that I would be like, oh, that was awesome. You know, like they had Bullseye or they had – you know, the the hand. Like, why why are they going with Rising Tide? Why are they doing these things that have nothing to do with the Marvel Universe that I know about right now? Are they trying to establish a cinematic universe that can stand alone so they don't have to rely on the source material? Well, like What are they doing?
1: Well, I think if you would watch episode three, you probably wouldn't have just said all that you just said.
0: Okay, well...
1: There is a Marvel villain that appears in the third episode
0: is he the main villain of the episode or is he just like a cameo
1: i mean he's he's not the main villain but he is throughout the episode and it will and it may lead to further episodes
0: i know they're trying to build it up and they don't want to you know spend all their audience attention right away (laughs) but
1: i don't know i mean i think they have to be cautious because anything that they don't want to do something that will take away from a possible movie thread or a plot line. Um, They said that if, you know, if they have all these superhero characters running around, then it kind of takes away from movies like the Avengers where there aren't a ton of superheroes running around. They have to be creative in, in using stuff like the first episode where it was the extremists, you know, that's already been established and, and um, you know, a guerrilla squad in South America. That's, that can be established without affecting the movies, you know? Yeah,
0: I... Yeah, I do know what you mean. I just... Uh, maybe then S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't the right medium for it. Maybe it should have been a Heroes for Hire. You know? Where they have to deal on the streets about... You know, but because S.H.I.E.L.D. is so powerful. It's supposed to be all-knowing and take care of all this stuff, all these giant threats. And if you can't incorporate if the superheroes are fighting the supervillains, then what is S.H.I.E.L.D. doing?
1: Well, this isn't necessarily, this isn't the huge S.H.I.E.L.D. organization. This is just a special ops small unit, is what it is. You know, that's why they're not on the helicarrier, and they don't have all this huge stuff, you know, like tanks and, and missile shooting airplanes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I feel. I feel like no. I don't. Don't step on me for this. It's not Marvel. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make an analog here. Mm -hmm. All right. For those of you that have read um, Gotham Central, and it's the police department in in Gotham City, and how they run across. You know, they have to do. They have to live in a city with Batman in it, and that's basically it. Like, it's all like, okay, well. We, they were on a routine stop, and all of a sudden they ran across Mister Freeze, and they weren't expecting it. And this, and this guy died, and then they have to deal with, you know, that. And then the the Joker's just picking people off and everything, and it's always this tension: <clears throat> do we turn on the bat signal? Do we not? When do we ask for help? You know, are we are we just not doing our job? What, how will we be responsible? And you really get like these in depth character studies and stuff on 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 what defines a person living under these circumstances. And I also think to uh, that show Battlestar Galactica, because they had extreme circumstances and how do people cope with these things. And then I look at the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show where you could say, all right, how do we deal with these threats in the world? And, you know, where's the character moments? And it's just not engaging at all. It's like, oh, let's fly here and... I mean, I I've only watched 2 episodes, obviously, but it's like, oh, punchy kicky here and then shoot him up there and then, oh, we're done. Next and then like we'll jump into the next thing. You know, like it, it the show has no substance.
1: Don't you ever say punchy kicky here again? <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> No I will agree with you in that yeah some of the character development stuff it at times can can get a little hokey um, but I have to remember it's not the Avengers movie or whatever but again I'm just gonna go back to you know they can't have they can't have a villain like mr. Free show up or maybe the Avengers version of, you know like electro or right. or somebody like that show up because if he shows up on the TV show it kind of takes away from the possibility of them being a movie yeah villain. so they can maybe take some of these C and D list characters that they're like, yeah, we'd never make a movie with this person. Put them on the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. show. But at the same time, they have to keep it so that it isn't a universe full of superheroes because they want to introduce the, them properly through the show. I mean, right. through the through the movies.
0: Right. Well, I think that um, the W.B. or the C.W. or whatever is doing a good job with Arrow or Green Arrow. Um, have you watched that at all?
1: No. I mean, by I watched Smallville, I watched every season of Smallville, but that didn't pertain to a larger cinematic movie universe. Right.
0: Now, the Arrow is supposed to, right? I I do not know. Yeah, I think what they're going to do is they're going to introduce the Flash, and then that Flash TV show, that guy may end up being in the Justice League movie or whatever. Regardless, yeah, they do. I understand what you're talking about. How you know you have to be mindful of the movies, and you can't step on what any studio really is doing. Um, even though we have two different studios both having Quicksilver in their movie, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but I think that you can make it character-driven. I, I don't know. It just it, it seemed like it talked down to me. You know, like here's uh here's a real angsty, um, character driven, how do I deal with this type thing over on on uh, in DC with Arrow and then on this it's like alright, well the team's got to get along, they're a little bit quirky, here's some humor in there, but I mean that's kind of what the cinematic universe was, so I don't know, I don't know maybe I'm asking for something different than than is best for the audience
1: Yeah, I think you, know, you have to decide what kind of mindset you're going to go into watching it and what your expectations are going to be. And it's kind of like the Fox video. If you go into watching the Fox video with the serious demeanor, you're going to be like, what? It, huh? This is just, what? <laughs> but if you go into it like, that's so true. What does the Fox say? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Maybe it does say ring, ding, 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 ding. Then you just enjoy it and you laugh and it's funny. <laughs> 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 yes,
0: I'm glad we have both perspectives on this show.
1: <laughs> but it's it's cool. All All
0: right, tell, part,
1: tell me tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Well, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I agree with some parts of, you're like, huh, really? It is a little maybe hokey there. But to be able to, on a weekly basis, turn in and see Marvel on the television screen, it's not Lou Ferrigno in green body paint, you know? And it's something that I can watch and when they reference Thor's hammer and the Hulk and the Avengers getting together, and know that it kind of goes back to these, these movies that I am just madly in love with. It's really cool. Like, it just is a really good feeling to be able to sit on Tuesday nights with Jennifer and we can watch, you know, just a little sliver of a behind the scenes of what's going on in that universe in between waiting for Thor and Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy to come out.
0: I do like that idea. And I, I, you know, I find that, yeah. And I, I wish that they they would do like a Daredevil show. You know, like, that makes oh. a lot of sense to me. You could do that and you could have like Mr. Fear and the Owl and, you know, like uh, Silvermane and everything and, you know, have a bunch of people behind the scenes without, without messing it up. And I... I think that some characters work better for, for television series than they do for movie. Like I wish, I wish that's what we got instead of, I mean, and if they're talking about doing other TV shows, like a Sharon Carter TV show, like Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in that. Like just
1: because,
0: just because it has Marvel's name on it. Like that doesn't, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that's, that's where I think they're gonna, they could possibly damage the brand too much is by doing stuff like that, who people... All, I mean, people like S.H.I.E.L.D. People were interested in S.H.I.E.L.D. from since Iron Man number one came yeah. out. Yep, you're right, you're right. just, what is this? There was no big, like, Peggy Carter following. There was no Peggy Carter following in the comic books. And with the Peggy Carter series, it's going to have to take place in the 40s, right. when none of these heroes were even around. And so what are you going to reference? Or is it going to be like Peggy Carter and Dum Dum Duggan? Right. What is that going to be? So I think that could almost, I really hope that that doesn't happen because I think it could really damage the brand. Because right now I think a lot of people are like, there are a ton of superhero movies, but they know when that those comic book scenes flash up at the beginning and then the screen turns red and you see white Marvel letters at the beginning of a film. People know that means different than the other comic book movies. I think you're right. So, I think there's such a quality established to the Marvel movies. there's just there's just such a premium on that brand right now. They're in a really, really good spot. and if they go too big too quickly, it'll be it'll be a bummer because then when I have kids, they'll be like, yeah, there' are no more Marvel movies because they ran them into the ground, right. yeah, but today deadline did report that um, Marvel is currently working on. 60 episodes of four different Marvel shows and a Marvel miniseries. Interesting. They had no lips were sealed on what they were, what they could be. There were no details that, that was just, it was like one sentence of text.
0: That doesn't make any sense. Like, doesn't a, doesn't a network have to buy it? Like, don't they have to make a, uh, um, a pilot and then somebody has to buy the pilot
1: Yeah, because S.H.I.E.L.D. just got picked up this week for 22 episodes.
0: Right, so why are they working on 60 episodes?
1: Well, I think that's why it's a rumor, you know. Okay. So, but I mean, they've talked in the past about a Cloak and Dagger show, and um, they've talked in the past about a Hulk show. So, we'll see. Hulk, I think they could do. In this day and age, like with all
0: the CSI and like Law and Order and like, Finding people and everything. I think they could do a Hulk show where he's always on the run and he has, you know, there's somebody is on his tail. But you can do it from the perspective of, you know, the the guy following him, you know, Mm -hmm. and using all the technology and everything. And then you're up against this giant, this genius. You know, you you could do that.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, Heroes for Hire would work. But again, it goes back to. Are they eventually going to have a Luke Cage movie where they don't want to do Heroes for Hire? Right. Is Misty Knight going to be part of that? Or could they do something with, like, a Colleen Wing and a White Tiger where they're like, yeah, those people will never be in the movies and they could do something? You know, I don't know. Right. But we'll Uh, see. I mean, I I think Kevin Feige is really a smart guy. He seems to be going in the right direction aside from Iron Man 3. I think he's been really good to the source material and. He's been doing a great job. So
0: you just say that because you know. he hired you.
1: <laughs> I'm really Kevin Feige.
0: <laughs> he hired me to be in his movie, Captain America Two. I mean, I'm sorry.
1: You're talking about.
0: Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> dental flaw, dental freeze, freezer burn.
1: <laughs> but there is supposed to be a Captain America Two uh, trailer attached to Thor.
0: I am definitely interested in that.
1: And possibly Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm almost more excited for those two trailers. Than the movie? I am I am
0: very excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that that movie is going to be so good.
1: I hope so. I hope so. I, it, Marvel I, is really kind of testing the B and C list characters.
0: I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could be awesome. All right, you ready for the
1: Tina's? The Tina Award. The Tina Award.
0: All right, bro, how many you got? Three. Me too. Mine are are super easy.
1: Okay. So. All right. Apologize. No problem. First Tina Award is out of time.
0: out of time that is x-men number six Mm -hmm. and it's because the x-men are out of their own time all these future x-men teams very good all right (laughs) all right uh my first one is simply the best
1: All right, simply the best is definitely going to be for Infinity and the Thor SmackDown.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, absolutely. It, was just, it is
1: the best. <laughs> I see home.
0: This is astonishing x-men number 68 when warbird says i have a home
1: there you go <laughs> i couldn't find a song where tina said this issue sucks so... <laughs> <laughs> this whole series was terrible i know <laughs> i was like she really doesn't have negative songs or anything like that what am i gonna go with <laughs> no
0: you did you did well uh
1: goodbye so long goodbye baby you That would be for Astonishing X Men 68. Yeah. Goodbye, yeah. so long. <laughs> is that the song title that Tina sings? Goodbye, so long? Um, she doesn't say that part. <laughs> it's the background singers say, sing goodbye, so long. But she goes, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, uh, ah. Uh,
0: is that the title, though? Yes. Oh,
1: okay. okay. It's a great song. <laughs> all, I love that song.
0: All of these are. <laughs> Classics, instant classics. I mean, I just love the whole catalog. <laughs>
1: that I just that song is like from 1962, 63, and there's some old clips on YouTube of her singing it and like she's got a hat on and it there're these these white guys in white sweaters and white long pants and they're her background dancers. It was very, you know, Hollywood a go-go.
0: <laughs> Dude, I had no idea she was back then, 63.
1: Yeah, her first recording was in '58.
0: Holy moly, man.
1: Yeah, she's been working forever. She's got to have those high heel shoes, you know, and nice houses.
0: Man, oh, man, that is insane.
1: All right, my last Tina award is State of Shock.
0: You got me in a state, a state of shock. Infinity number 4. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's when Oh, oh, it's when uh, the builder hit Thor, slapped
1: him. Yes. You were just yes. like oh,
0: No, why? Why would you do that?
1: He's like, "Oh no, he did it." <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh my last one is backstabber.
1: Alright, I would say that is would be for the Wolverine son stabbing him.
0: Yes, yep. <laughs> These I'll... were very easy ones. <laughs> well, yes, that, that's think good. That's like
1: Wolverine and Mystique's kid. What? You think that's Wolverine and Mystique's kid? I would have to. I think it would have to be right. I mean, he's blue and dressed like a male Mystique, and you know what
0: I did? What I didn't like about this one is that he said, oh, I forgot about the lack of healing factor. Like, unless that sticks around forever, then um, there's no way you can be like, oh, back in uh, 2013, he didn't have a healing factor in uh, in October. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I did not appreciate that, Wood, Brian Wood. I know he was letting the... He was adding continuity, and he was letting the reader know, oh, I didn't forget, and this is why it's serious, but, uh, you know, stupid. It would have been better if one of the, you know, if Jubilee said, oh, my goodness, he doesn't have a healing factor, instead of, oh, I forgot you didn't have a healing factor on this day of this year and this month.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I just looked at it the total other way. Like, oh, continuity, it goes with the Wolverine title, but you're right. You're absolutely right.
0: Oh. You know, I'm glad that they're thinking about that kind of stuff. I guess.
1: No, it it does make sense because it would be like me referring to you know that that cold you know November morning and of November 2007. Andy, remember that time? Remember <laughs> you know? when
0: you? Oh, I'm sorry, you had a fever blister then. <laughs> oh, ew
1: or whatever (laughs) penicillin shot right in your face (laughs) now that i would probably remember
0: (laughs) all right well this is marvel 616 politics thank you for joining us for yet another episode episode 59 you can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com visit our website marvel616politics.com or find us on twitter at 616politics
1: Look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics or give us a call and leave us a message and we'll play it on air as long as it's appropriate at 616-755-TINA. And of course,
0: remember our sponsor is Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. You can pre-order all your singles uh, and up to 40, 50, sometimes 70% off. And if you want your trades, go to instocktrades.com. Their sister site... Any orders over 50 bucks are free shipping.
1: And our other sponsor is Community Retail Partnership, crpsavings.com, also Facebook.com slash Community Partnership, for all your discounts, huge discounts on anything you could want at Office Depot.
0: And I think that's it for tonight.
1: I believe you are correct.
0: All right, so until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics.
1: All
0: right, I'm talking. You talking?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm having some junior mints. They're pretty good.
0: Junior Mints. They're very refreshing.
1: Do you like those? No, I don't like them. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) How could you not like Junior Mints? I don't like the... I don't know.